The most productive uh, midfield pairing for Bafana Bafana was always that Anile Jali and Dean Femen in the middle of the park. Morning, morning. I want to answer that question. The, the midfielder for Bafana Bafana, for me, is a Kolam Lambo and Pedelen Zangas. Yeah, that those two guys, yeah. So skillful. As you can hear for yourself, ladies and gents, one person opting for this and another person opting for that. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is The Weekend Special, and I'm your host, Ngulule Gungeu. Sokala Duma Radio. Bafana Bafana take on Seychelles this weekend for the African Cup of Nations qualifier. Bafana Bafana have already played Nigeria. They won there. They played uh, Libya. They they drew against them. They now take on Seychelles in back-to-back matches on Saturday and on Wednesday. So, the simple question for you, it's quite a topical issue. Uh, which midfield combination would work for you? Kolam Lambo and Sipelele Njangase or Dean Fehman and Kamukhalo Mukhojo justify your choice? Send your voice note on 66 171-0346 and of course those voice notes we had and we'll feature them in this show throughout and we thank you very much for sending those messages a lot of response on facebook as usual thank you very much for that over 200 people responding a lot of them affirming that they would love to see kolam lambo and sipelele njanga so those guys were not picked um over dean Furman and kamakhalo mohojo those guys were picked for Bafana Bafana and they most likely will be the midfield combination uh, against Seychelles in those back-to-back matches. A quick glance on Facebook, uh, Sipiwa Tataka says, uh, I'm a Chiefs fan but uh, for now, Femen and Mohojo are just fine uh, since Zungu is out. Uh, Njangase and Kolam Lambo only shine when they have the ball and they are fit. We need uh, fighters in the national team and Khubulang disagrees. Uh, he says that uh, Mlungu, which is the nickname for Dean Furman, must sit down. Um, Lambo and Jangas must come in 100%. They both very creative and know how to distribute the ball and they are dangerous. They can hurt the opponent. Mlambo has just to be more defensive and give Mjangas the free role. You will see the best South African football, please. I know this guy is a good coach, uh, Stuart Baxter, but he needs to give the young guys a shot. And lastly, Kaelo Starika Lebuchang says, I'm a Paris fan, but I do not think that Mlambo is ready to play uh, at international level. He loses the ball position so easy, he can't shoot at goal. He's just there to dance over the ball. I think Tabang Munare uh, can do better. That is Kaelo Lemohang, and he says he's a Pirates fan, uh, but he doesn't endorse uh, Mlambo on the Bafana Bafana squad. Uh, and quickly on the show, we'll also chat to a renowned journalist to hear his thoughts on the national team's chances this weekend and so much more. So enjoy the show. My name is KG Lament, and I'm from Bushburg Ridge. When you look at the combination of Kamora uh, Lemohojo or Mokojo, with um, Trompo, both have experience and Trompo brings that continental experience playing at Sundowns, winning the CAF Champions League. And when you look at Kolam Lambo and Jangase, they lack that international experience. So I think if Baxter wants to try these two combinations of, uh, this combination of uh, uh, Jangase and Kolam Lambo, you should start with friendly games, you know, and assess them. But those two players are great players and in my view, I believe they deserve a call-up just to gain experience from those players. You know, and uh, in the future, they will deliver. Jagasa is still young, and um, Kolam Labo is having a fantastic season so far at Orlando Pirates. But uh, I would agree with um, 
Baxter for now that you wouldn't want to try new combinations because you are playing a very a decisive game against the Seychelles. It's a must-win game for Bafana Bafana. Uh, mind you, we played Libya at home and then we failed to get results. So I think he's actually cautious in his team selection. And uh, in the near future, I'd like to see Kolam Labo getting a call-up and uh, let's see what let's see what happens. Every Wednesday, you can get yourself a copy of the Sokoladuma newspaper for all the latest football stories and exclusive interviews with players and coaches and administrators sometimes. Here is what was covered on this week's newspaper. He joined Ajax Cape Town at the tender age of 9 years old and after 15 years at the club, he now plays for a team up north, Baroka FC that is. Our journalist Bivanazo sat down with Tori Losper to chat about the reasons behind him leaving the Urban Warriors. Check that interview out, it's interesting. Our paper editor Vianna Joni writes about the lack of goals in the app Supremeship on his editor's column. Interesting views there and he also gives a table of the amount of goals that were scored uh, for each week and also the top goal scorers in the past decade and its deteriorating. Check that out as well. And uh, Vincent Pule has hit the ground running at Orlando Paris since he joined them from Bitvis Verts. There's a feature about him on the paper where we look at his past performances and his rise to stardom in a much broader spectrum. Celine Abrams spoke to Amazulu head coach Kevin Johnson about his feelings regarding the six points that were dogged from his club. See for yourself to find out what the coach had to say about that. And finally, renowned African football journalist Thomas Gwanaita spoke to legendary Ghanaian football uh, midfielder Stephen Apia about the state of football in Ghana after the refereeing bribery scandal which hit the country recently. Catch all that great content and so much more on the latest Sokola Duma newspaper. If South Africa can play 4-5-1, Mlambo and Jangas, they can be great, they can make a great combination. Two defenders, there will be too many uh, players in the making. But if they are going to play 4-4-2, that is where they are going to get exposed from their opponents because they are not strong enough to defend to mark more special uh, Jangas. Thank you. Let's now have a look at the stories that made football headlines in the past seven days. The South African Football Association have confirmed that Bafana Bafana's African Cup of Nations qualifier against the Seychelles at the FNB Stadium on Saturday will not be on SABC television or radio. Bafana made Seychelles in a crucial qualifier, but those hoping to see or listen to the match on the public broadcaster's platform will be left disappointed. There will also be a Bafana Bafana blackout when Stuart Bex's men take on the same opposition away from home next week. A statement from the association went as follows. Safa can confirm that despite it having opened discussion with the SABC as early as October 2017 to negotiate for a new deal on, the, on similar terms and conditions as the immediate past agreement, the SABC decided to make a discourteous offer to Safa for international football matches to be played in South Africa. Safa rejected this offer outright and places on record that the offer is so minuscule that it amounts to an effective no offer. It is interesting to note that even the apartheid uh, ran SABC of old made better offers to the association for their rights in this country. Sad 
story indeed. A lot of people will not be able to see Bafana Bafana on SABC. We hope it gets resolved. Sometimes it, it gets resolved in the last minute. Uh, we'll see if it actually happens. But for now, as it stands, the SABC will not be showing Bafana Bafana match against Seychelles. You will also not be able to listen on radio. Moving right along then, the South African Football Players Union's Deputy Secretary uh, General Calvin Mutlowing says that the organization has taken the matter between Jomo Cosmos and their client Clifford Mulenga to FIFA. According to Mutlowing, the player is owed close to 165,000 rands in monies by the club after going five months without a salary. The Zambian played 22 games for Ezengosi in all competitions, including in the playoffs and the Netbank Cup last season, contributing 5 goals and 1 assist. He arrived at Ezengosi from fellow National First Division outfit Bombela United in 2017. So the long and short of it is that the matter has now been taken to FIFA. However, there is something in the story as well where Mr. Mutlawun confirms that Jomo has now sent them a message to say that he wants to meet them before they take the matter to FIFA. I'm sure Jomo knows that the last team that was reluctant to pay a player that was Amazulu got docked six points. So that's not something that Jomo would want for his club because it would mean a relegation to the ABC Musepe League. You can't afford to lose points in the National First Division. Moving right along again, Cape Town City have confirmed that the South African Football Association's Review Committee have commented uh, on a decision which uh, was made on their goalkeeper Peter Leuvenberg. The Dutch shortstopper received a yellow card booking for an alleged tackle on Bitwes Verde striker Simon Murray during their absolute premiership encounter last week and subsequently it resulted in a penalty kick. According to the referees committee, the official made an error and after review found that there was no contact between the city goalkeeper and Murray and that the correct decision should have seen a yellow card to Murray instead for simulation and an indirect free kick against Verts. That means also that uh, they have now rescinded the yellow card but that doesn't mean that uh, the result has been overturned. Still, Cape Town City lost that game 2-0 to Bitwes first courtesy of a penalty that was incorrectly given. And the South African Football Association confirmed that Mamelodi Sundowns attacker Sibusi Sovilagazi has been withdrawn from the Bafana Bafana squad to face Seychelles um, in the African qualifiers this month. According to Safa, Vilagazi has ruptured one of his Achilles tendons. Despite no confirmation yet from Safa, Cape Town City announced that Gift Links has been called up to the national team with an indication that the player will be replacing the injured Vilagazi. We wished him very well. One door closes for one player uh, and another one opens for another. So we wish him the best of luck. That is Gift Links, who was not originally called up, was now replaced the injured Vilagazi. And finally, a former Ajax Cape Town midfielder has found a new club to revive his career, ending his three-month search for a club. Following his club's search of almost four months after parting ways with Ajax Cape Town at the end of last season, Ndivyo Mdabuga had been linked with a number of PSL clubs, including Kaiser Chiefs and Highlands Park. However, we can now reveal that Maccabi FC has now signed the player with the NFT club confirming the signing on their official Twitter account. That is Ndivyo Mdabuga, also another one who had been part of the finisher at Ajax Cape Town, finding a home Finally, those are some of the stories that made headlines in the world of football. For more of them, go to www.sokaladuma.co.za. The combination of Uspelele and Changas and Olam Lamba can work for Bafana Bafana because uh, it will bring back what Bafana Bafana is known for that flair and, and, and it will bring creativity for strikers to score. And then Pesita will be able to 
are on top of their form now. So I think if Nchanga and Mkolom Lambo can be put together and in the Bafana squad, that combination can, can, can bring back the smile on supporters' face and then can win us games. Let's now listen to the Bafana Bafana coach Stuart Baxter talking about the upcoming game. I'm not saying anything now that I didn't say in previous games, but nerves, anxiety, complacency, loads of things like that affect your intensity. If we play with the intensity we're showing now and the quality of the structure, then we will pick our way through. And But it takes time. And, you know, Nigeria took... Took, took time to pick their way through and I saw the game, their game against Zambia, the, the Zimbabwe, that they lost six. The first 20 minutes were tight and, and I saw the, the Libya game, the first 20 minutes were tight. We've got to keep on doing it. And and that discipline, that sometimes when nerves kick in or we a, a little bit, not enough adrenaline. And so our challenge is to reproduce the sort of football you can see now on the day and that's and that's the challenge and that has been the challenge for South African teams for a long time they know they can do it but I think we were we were all we were all a little bit off the mark in terms of saying this is one of those small countries because small in stature but players that are playing a good a good quality and they give Senegal uh, a real run for their money as well so I think I can't say this is a better squad I can say this is a different squad. I think it's an exciting squad. I think you can see which way we're pushing, which way we're pushing the markers. We're pushing it towards the, the younger players. We're pushing it towards the, the talented players rather than the established players. And some of the established ones are going to have to help them out. We're now joined on the line by renowned football journalist uh, Thomas Gonaeta. Mr. TK, thank you very much for joining us on Sokaladuma Radio. How's it going this morning? Very well, very well. It couldn't be better. And how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much, man. Um, before we actually talk about Bafana Bafana um, and their AFCON qualifiers against Seychelles back-to-back, uh, you spoke to uh, Mr. Stephen Apia, the legendary from Ghana, uh, for in the latest edition of the Sokoladuma newspaper. Um, how was he? And um, do you, did you get the sense that he was really not willing to speak about the Ghanaian bribery scandal? No, 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 not really. I, I, I think, I think uh, the the scandal has affected quite a lot of uh, people across Ghana. It has affected football in Ghana. Yes, as you are quite rightly aware, that there's more than uh, 57 referees that have been banned for periods ranging from one year to ten years. Mm. And I mean, I mean, 54 referees <laughs> in a small country like Ghana. That, that that's a huge blow to Ghanaian football. The president has been indicted with uh, allegedly receiving bribes mm. from people posing as, as journalists and uh, and uh, several other people associated with the running of the game. So it, it, it has not been easy. And so when I spoke to him, he, he literally asked me that he wouldn't like to get involved in uh, in the political side of things. Uh, safe to say that it has deeply affected Ghanaians from all walks of life. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great uh, uh, interview. I really, really enjoyed um, even the walk back to his uh, uh, glorious years uh, in the German World Cup in 2006 and so on. I really, really appreciate that uh, that conversation. Um, and uh, speaking about Bafana Bafana, you know, one of the questions that we're asking um, our listeners uh, 
is 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 which midfield combination would they prefer? Uh, there's been these two on form midfielders in Kolam Lambo and Sipelele Njanga, so we have not been called up to Bafana Bafana. Uh, and then there are Dean Femen and Kamukhalo Mohojo who've been used in the previous game against Libya. And a lot of our listeners were 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 were, were, were persuaded to say that they. They would like to see Kolam Lambo and Sipelele Njangase as opposed to Dean Furman and Kamukhalo Mukhojo. Uh, what's your take on that before we get into what your expectations are for the game? What's your take on that? Look, um, we uh, we live in a very opinionated country and uh, everybody is entitled to, to, to their own opinions, of course. And we've got to respect people's opinions and uh, I myself, yes, would like to see Kolam Lambo being in, uh, introduced into the national team, as well as Ntangas. Uh, not only them, but um, Ben Motwari as well. Absolutely. I think Ben has, has, has been, yes, has been quite excellent for, for, for his Orlando club. Paris, uh, yeah. Bidvestry. Orlando Paris, yes. Yeah. And, and yes, I would like to see them uh, also being included in the national team. But um, uh, look, uh, Stuart Baxter has, has, has preferred... Um, as well as Kamohelo um, Mokojo. And um, I, I, I think we need to support them. This is a very, very, very crucial game for Bafana Bafana. And we know how Bafana Bafana has the, this, this uh, tendency of choking against the so-called small teams. And um, I think, I think uh, both... Uh, Look, Dean Fairman really, really played his heart out against Libya the last time. And Kamo, I don't think Kamo really uh, brought his A game against Libya. I think he's much, he's capable of, of much more than what he showed against Libya. And uh, having said that, I think quite a number of players had an off day at the office against Libya. And I have a feeling that we will see the, the best of Bafana against Mori, uh, uh, the Seychelles, I beg your pardon. Because uh, I think nobody needs to tell them that if they dare drop a, a point against Seychelles, then they may as well kiss goodbye the chances of qualifying for Cameroon 2019. Mm, and you rightfully mentioned the fact that they have a history of underperforming against teams that they should be able to beat. We can't forget, obviously, recently them not performing back-to-back against Cape Verde who were the whooping boys of the group um, in, in that qualification that we failed in. Uh, let's take a look now then at uh, Seychelles uh, a little bit. Not, not much is known about them other than the fact that most of them are semi-professional players. Uh, some of them are unemployed. Uh, they play football part-time. Uh, what, is, what is known about them uh, other than the fact that they are the whooping boys of the group? Look, you've got to you've got to feel sorry for the for the patients because uh, due to the um, um, uh, uh, situation in their country, I mean, uh, football is not organized on a professional basis. So some of them and they are living by big fishermen. Some of them are bakers. Some mm. of them are you know you know that kind of, they are employed elsewhere in the in their small island country and then all as you quite rightly put it only play a uh, football on a, on a part-time basis you could say as a kind of hobby to most of them because i mean if you play in Seychelles, i don't think you could expect to to, to earn at least uh, even 500 us dollars a month i don't think there are players that earn that much mm. which, which just tells you that um Football is not organized on a professional level like like the rest of the, the countries across the continent. So basically, you would say they go to work and 
provided they get enough time to knock off on time, then they will go to training. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they don't train like our players twice a day. And I don't know if you saw their game against uh, Nigeria in Seychelles. Yes, and, uh, I, I watched the game, yeah. Absolutely. You could tell that, um, you know, tactically and, and, and physically as well, the fitness levels could tell uh, among some of the, the Seychelles players. But again, having said that, I think we need to stress upon our players, upon our final players, so that, uh, you know, if they dare underestimate um, uh, Seychelles, even though they have shipped in eight goals already in two matches, you know, we've invested so much emotion in Bafana Bafana and they've always disappointed us and I think this time this this time around you know you kind of I mean can you imagine even Stuart Buster shivering in his boots against Seychelles the country is <laughs> rated 189 in the world but that is that is how far Bafana Bafana has tumbled I mean Bafana Bafana used to be ranked among the top 20 nations in the world not in Africa in the world mm. but uh, as yeah, you pointed out that we couldn't beat Kate bad home and away during the uh, Russia World Cup qualifiers. And uh, if you can't beat the Seychelles, the Mauritius, the Comoros of this world, then then definitely you've got to go back to the drawing board and look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, really, do you want to be considered a, a superpower in Africa or, you know, Mm. Another no. another interesting another interesting development. Before I let you go, uh, in in the group, Libya have dismissed their coach because there was issues with his assistant and so on and so forth. And Amrosh was doing a great job there. Uh, he managed to get a point away uh, to Bafana Bafana. He's playing now. Libya are now playing without their coach uh, against Nigeria. Libya on four points. Bafana Bafana on four points. Nigeria are on three points. Uh, we need to be in the top two. What do you foresee happening bet- in, the, in the back-to-back ties between Libya and Nigeria? I'm afraid I've got to be brutally frank and say uh, Libya will drop out because I don't see Nigeria losing uh, to Libya twice. And you must remember, um, Nigeria underestimated Bafana Bafana. And I think South Africa caught them off guard yep. when we beat them 2-0 at home. And uh, since then, they, they woke up to the realization that, you know what, they could actually miss qualification, even though two, two countries from each group will qualify. So I, I foresee Nigeria really, when you, when you saw the way they played against Seychelles, they were determined. They were, they were really, really hungry. They were determined to atone for the shocking loss to South Africa at home. And they did the business, you know, in Seychelles. And I think they will beat Libya at home in Uyo tomorrow. And, and then on Tuesday, they will go to Tunisia. Remember, Libya don't play their home matches in, in Tripoli due to civil war in their country. Yeah. So they use various uh, countries across the northern um, the northern parts of the continent. When they played Seychelles, they played them in Cairo. And now they're playing Nigeria in Tunisia. So Nigeria should feel that since these guys are not playing in Tripoli, playing in a neutral, they would say, look, both of us are visitors in, in Tunisia. And I think based on that, Nigeria will really step up their game and I'm sure they can connect. They can collect both points. And I see, I don't, honestly, I don't see Libya getting anything out of these two matches against Nigeria. All right. Uh, Mr. Kwanaite, thank you very much for speaking to us on Sokoladuma Radio. Certainly looking forward to more articles from you on the Sokoladuma newspaper.
Absolutely, there's much. Just, just keep buying the newspaper. Keep reading. There's more coming up from the African continent. Thank you so much, sir. I personally think Tkolam Lambo will be a great addition. He's neat on the ball, he's able to combine defense with attack. He just makes that neat passage of play when he makes that pass, you know, inch perfect. He's that good. Um, and the combination that you guys give, I'm going to take my own and say Mlambo and Kamohalo Mkocho because Kamohalo uh, brings a new vibrant style of play from Europe. I seem, I'll always say I'll remember him from that for that pass that South Africa won the game against Spain. He, he was the one who gave that assist. And I've seen that he, he, he has that ability to change the game. I think we should have made that combination, you know, and I think it will go a long way because Tola plays locally and, and Hela personally is able to to bring that Kasi flavor, Kasi flavorness and then Kamohalo Mokojo um, brings that uh, European style play, you know, that combination in its own way, when you benefit Bafana in its own, in its own way. Thank you very much for listening to the weekend special. Wishing Bafana Bafana the best of luck. Of course, we want to go to Cameroon next year in June at the African Cup of Nations. So we wish them the best of luck once again. And before I let you go, don't forget the big issue this week uh, that we spoke about were our referees conspiring against Mamelo de Sundowns. It was a hard-hitting topic. A lot of you commented on that. Uh, a lot of some unhappy fans, and we really appreciate that. Uh, com- those comments as well. You can go and check it out on the Sokoladuma Radio tab, Sokoladuma.co.za under the SL Radio tab. You can go there and check that out. That is the big issue where we spoke to various people about the fact that our Mamelodi Sundowns really being conspired against from the refereeing perspective as their coach Piso Musamana insinuated. I hope you will enjoy that and if you do enjoy it you can share it with your friends, let them know give them the link and point them towards the SL Radio tab. Thank you very much. Sokala Duma Radio Sokala Duma Radio